Hey investors, let's be honest. How much time do you spend searching for and looking at what other people invest in? Judging from all the videos on YouTube, as a group, we love to see and discuss what celebrity investors such as Warren Buffett buy and sell each quarter. And if a YouTube channel has Michael Berry in its title, it is almost guaranteed that we click to see what the dark prince of shorting the stock market has been up to. There is evidence that cloning and copying good investors like Warren Buffett can be an excellent strategy with market beating return. If that's true, what if we look at not just one super investor, but 20 of them and find the most common stock picks among them? That's precisely what we are going to discuss today. There are three stocks that 20 super investors hold the most in their portfolio's top 10 holdings. If you are curious about those stocks, let's talk about them. I am Hodemer, founder and CEO of Stock Card. And on this channel, I share detailed fundamental analysis and interesting investing-related stories. Today is all about detailed fundamental analysis of three stocks held by super investors. But before we get to the stock list, let's talk about whether it is an even a good idea to copy super investors. It's common advice that blindly copying others isn't the best strategy. Everyone from super investors to folks on social media have different income, savings, risk tolerance, and financial situation. You cannot just copy their investments. That's a logical argument. However, there is evidence that copying and cloning successful investors can be a successful strategy. For example, if you had copied Warren Buffett's top 10 holdings starting from the year 2000 and rebalanced them every quarter, you would have outperformed the S&P 500 by three percentage points every year until 2019, the last year in this study I found. It won't be true about cloning every investor though. The trick is to find an investor you can trust and have seen their track record for a long period of time. Buffett is an exception because of his long-term mindset and decades of consistent investing and sharing his knowledge with the rest of us. Moreover, copying other investors like Michael Berry may not even be emotionally possible for some of us. He tends to make big bets and can tolerate significant capital loss before he can get any return. For example, his bet against the mortgage-backed securities in 2008 was at least two years early and he had suffered significant pushback from his own clients before making lots of money. It is hard to suffer through all that and continue copying all along. I have a specific approach to cloning or copying super investors. I use them as a source for new ideas. 
Today, I'll share three stocks that are held the most by 20 super investors as new ideas for us to consider. Doing this research taught me a few interesting lessons about stock picking that I want to share with you first. There is no actual definition of super investors. They are the most prominent hedge fund managers or investors we hear from in the financial media. People follow their advice, share their codes, read their books and writings. You must already know many of them. Warren Buffett sits on the top of the list as the undisputed king of super investing with $350 billion in assets, excluding the value of all the companies Berkshire Hathaway wholly owns. Howard Marks, Bill Ackman, Chuck Ockrey, Monish Pabrai, and Michael Berry, with a few hundred million dollars in asset under management, are some of the others on the list. Even Bill Gates is considered a super investor because of his $40 billion plus Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Trust. In summary, the super investors list is the who's who of investors because of how much money they manage, the influence they have on their funds decision, or because they are known in the media as great investors. I went through the top 10 holdings of each super investor's portfolio reported on their quarterly 13F document as of the 30th of June 2023. The list of top 10 holdings across the super investors includes more than 150 individual US equities. These super investors have a limited number of stocks in common, which shows how hard it is to find the best stocks to invest in now. The most common stock among the top 10 holdings of the 20 super investors got picked by seven of them. The second most common stock was picked by six super investors and the third one by four super investors. It shows that even the top 20 super investors have differing views on which stocks to buy and hold for long. And if it's so hard to agree on the best stocks to hold, the fact that some stocks got the vote of confidence of even a few of them still confirms those companies' strength and quality. Let's pause for a second and talk about a stock card. If you want the complete list of 150 plus stock held by super investors as their portfolio's top 10 holdings, I've created a portfolio on the stock card portfolio store. I leave a link in the show notes and you can get the complete list by creating a free account on StarCard. Once you create an account, go to Idea Center and then Portfolios. You can see the Super Investors Top 10 Holdings portfolio right on the top. Creating a free account on a StarCard means a lot to us, myself and my team. We appreciate your support and we really hope you use a StarCard in doing your fundamental research. That's why we built a stock card to help investors like you and I to do their fundamental research, 
faster and easier using a stock card's powerful, intuitive and easy to understand platform. Back to Super Investors. Now let's talk about the top three stocks most held by super investors and research them one by one. Number three. If you are a Buffett fan, you already know this company. He has owned and held it for a long time because of its almost monopolistic power over the credit rating market. Moody's Corporation? A few episodes ago, when we discussed Fitch ratings downgrading the creditworthiness of the United States, we talked about three rating agencies owning almost the entire market, with Moody's and S&P controlling 90% of the market. These credit agencies run a very stable business. Their market isn't growing rapidly. However, their products and services are essential to a healthy capital market. Many banks, governments, hedge funds, insurance companies, and investors use their ratings to assess all kinds of risks and make decisions to invest billions of dollars, lend money to businesses, or insure other businesses. If you research Moody's fundamentals, you see relatively stable and slow revenue growth in the best of times. However, the company has a solid gross margin above 70%, indicating a real pricing power in the market. It also boasts a 25% plus net profit, solid free cash flow generating operations too. In its latest quarterly earnings call, I listened to the management's plan for the future and was very impressed with how Moody's focuses on future opportunities. It is experimenting with generative AI with Microsoft's help, leveraging its extensive database about companies, countries, properties, and global markets. It is expanding its footprint across the global markets, such as Latin America. It is expanding its ratings into tokenized and digitalized bonds and assets. For example, it issued a rating for the European Investment Bank's first ever blockchain-based bond this past quarter. These are evidence of how Moody's leadership team stays ahead of the curve and focuses on the market's needs. Moody's is a financially solid and well-managed company. No wonder several super investors own the stock in their top 10 holdings. I added a stock to my 2023 watch list because the company is overvalued compared to its historical valuation. With more than 11 times the price to sales ratio and more than 43 times the price to earnings ratio, this is not a cheap stock by any means. The valuation has jumped above its average of 20 to 25 times the historical price to earnings ratio since the middle of 2022 without any significant jump in the earnings per share. This won't be a 10x investment, but buying it at a reasonable price can be an excellent investment 
for many years. Number two, the next most held stock by 20 super investors in their top 10 holdings is Microsoft, ticker MSFT. Not only is Microsoft a favorite among super investors, but it is also among the top 25 holdings of nearly 400 ETFs. Let's dig into its fundamentals and see if we should own it as those super investors do. 56 billion in quarterly revenue, 7% quarter over quarter growth, 70% gross margin, just like Moody's, 34% plus net profit margin, much better than Moody's, 20 billion in quarterly free cash flow with 36% free cash flow to revenue ratio, 160 billion in cash and cash equivalents against 104 billion in current liabilities. What a great business. Where do the growth and cash come from? Microsoft Cloud is now a bigger and faster growing business than the old Microsoft Office and other productivity divisions. The Azure Cloud Storage was up 18% and the Cloud Services business was up 27%. This is no joke. Microsoft is a $2.5 trillion company generating double-digit revenue growth in the cloud and AI market that will get even bigger in the coming years. It's a major investor in OpenAI, the developer of all famous ChatGPT application, and it has already started offering generative AI cloud services to its customers such as Moody's that we just discussed. The companies double down on AI and generative AI will make the cloud business even more prominent. On the valuation front, the stock is priced right where financial analysts expect it to be with 35 times price to earnings and 12 times price to sales ratio. Once again, just like Moody's, we have a beloved company by super investors and many other investors, which is richly priced. This again goes to my 2023 watch list for a chance to buy it at a better price. Number one. At last, it is time to talk about the most held stock by super investors in their top 10 holdings as of the end of June 2023. Alphabet, ticker GOOG or GOOGL. I can't say I'm surprised. Financially speaking, Alphabet is a solid company. 75 billion in quarterly revenue, 20 billion more than Microsoft, 7% quarter over quarter growth, 55% plus gross margin, significantly lower than both Microsoft and Moody's, 24% plus net profit margin, similar to Moody's but lower than Microsoft, 22 billion in quarterly free cash flow, with 29% free cash flow to revenue ratio, lower than Microsoft, 157 billion in cash and cash equivalent, the same as Microsoft, against 78 billion in current liabilities. Overall, it seems financially speaking, Microsoft is slightly better off than Alphabet, resulting in dramatically lower valuation ratios for Alphabet. The 28 times price to earnings ratio, 
and the six times price to sales ratio don't make Alphabet a cheap stock, but it is significantly better priced than Microsoft. Financial analysts certainly have a much higher price target for Alphabet with 48 recommending buying the stock now. The historical price to earnings ratio shows that the company is most likely in its average range. There are concerns about whether Alphabet can gain leadership in the generative AI space and not lose market share to Microsoft Bing in search. For example, we saw Microsoft increasing its search advertising revenue in the last quarterly earnings, which likely means a market share loss for Alphabet. In fact, Google's search market share globally has gone down from above 93.8% in February of this year to 91.8% in August. Therefore, it's not a slam dunk that Alphabet will be a good investment and grow from here. However, listening to the latest Alphabet's earnings call and the leadership discussing using AI to improve advertising models, I remembered Meta's earnings calls about a year ago when no one believed Mark Zuckerberg that the company could use AI to enhance its advertising efficiency and effectiveness. Look where Meta is now. With so much cash in hand and focusing on using AI to maintain its market leadership in search, growing YouTube and expanding the cloud business, among the three stocks we discussed and researched today, Alphabet is in a much better position to grow our investment. Let's recap what we learned today. We love seeing what celebrity investors hold and buy. They can be an excellent source for finding new stock ideas. Even celebrity investors disagree on the best stocks to hold, with most of their top 10 holdings being different from each other. Three stocks are shared the most between super investors, top 10 holdings, Moody's, Microsoft, and Alphabet. All three have their eyes on the generative AI potential and growth opportunities. All three are financially solid companies with Alphabet seemingly priced either reasonably or undervalued. I'll see you next time.